Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Welcome in, everybody. It's another beautiful Monday morning, and it's Glenn Pierce here in the studio from the Bring It In show. As always, <clears throat> we got the guys joining us on on the internet in just a, a bit. The guys, they had a, uh, a little bit of a rough weekend. I mean, football all weekend, so... You gotta, you gotta forgive them for not being here on time, but man, that was some football, and everybody thought that the Bills were gonna punch their ticket and get through. It was supposed to be their year all year, but the Bengals had something to say about that, which makes me upset as a Ravens fan because we're so close to uh, beating them with a backup quarterback. But we'll get we'll get to that kind of stuff in a little bit. What's going on, Kels? Yeah. I got uh, some headphones going out right now. What's going on, Kels? Not too much, sir. Can you hear me? Uh, I can. I got to switch some headphones around here in a second. So uh, why don't you tell me what you thought about the game yesterday? What was your favorite game while I get some new headphones? All right. So probably that game between the 49ers and the Cowboys. <clears throat> I, just, I just feel like we're going to bring it up. I feel like you're definitely going to say something on, on the topic of this. But I, I just don't think Dak Prescott played as good as All right. I'm back. Did you hear me? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to hear you. But no, I'm saying I'm saying I'm gonna repeat it because I think you're gonna have to have some I think you're gonna have something to say about it. I'm on the Cowboys 49ers thing. Alright. Give me one more second. All right, I think we're a little better now. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna dive back into the the Cowboys Forty ers All right, let's go, Cowboys Forty ers I'm going head first because I, I I think I think you're gonna think the same thing I'm thinking. I was not super happy with how Dak played that game. Oh yeah, um, I mean, I can I can totally understand what you're saying there. What do you think he has to do to become better in that situation? I just I just think like on like a second and two, 
and you're down there with a little bit of time to kill, like just go ahead and run the ball real quick instead of throwing there and then throwing the interception when they were down in the red zone. Yeah. Like just, just better play calling. Like, I don't know if that's on him. I don't know if that's on the that's a, that's another thing I was just about to ask. Do you think it's on him? Do you think he's got the ability to pick and choose the plays in that instance? You would think he did because, I mean, Dak Prescott's been around for so long. I mean, I know he's battled injury year after year, it seems like. So he's been around, but he – as a guy who's been healthy that long, he hasn't played as much. Um, so, so I'm curious to whether the Cowboys are giving him the ability to change things totally on his own. I mean, we all know Peyton Manning pretty much ran the entire offense. Every once in a while, his OCs couldn't. He's he's given them options, but Peyton's changing things throughout the entire game. Uh, I I think Dak doesn't have that power. I don't think he's shown enough in his career to to have that power at all. I mean, I could be wrong because all organizations run different, but when it's go time... Dak has never he's never uh wowed me. So I should say, I guess. Yeah, like you get the you get you get the ball back twice inside of two minutes. I'm just over here just Swapping out headphones left and right. Hey, it's all good, man. I can't get, I can't get, I can't get right over here with my headphones. Can, so you, so you can't hear me. Yeah, you're, you're, you're breaking out. You just keep talking because everybody can hear you. Everybody okay. except me. So you okay. take it away. I'm gonna go try a third and fourth pair of headphones and see how how this is working out for me. Okay. But yeah, Cowboys, uh, their defense played great. But uh, unfortunately, offense couldn't put enough drives together. But shout out to the 49ers defense, I guess. They've been, they've been solid all year. And Brock Purdy doing his thing, still hadn't lost as a starter. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, it was uh, pretty much what I guess I expected. How the games turned out. Yeah, you expected uh, Cincy to. Uh take on the Bills as well as they did? That was the shocker. If there was a shocker of the weekend, that was the shocker is how well they, they dominated. Yeah. But I kind of called that game like a coin flip in my head. 
Like, I was like, you could probably bet that game either way. Yeah, every everybody's giving it to the Bills uh, since the beginning of the season when Cincinnati, they've been there, they've done that. Um, they started out real shaky. I mean, the first, what, like four games of the season, Joe Burrow could not get any protection. And the main thing they went and did was get him more protection. When I'm watching that game, though, I know, I mean, did you hear Stefan Diggs, before everybody was even down the tunnel, had gathered all his things, and he was out the door. It took uh, Duke Johnson, the practice team running back, to go grab him, to bring him back into the locker room. But shortly after that, he left too, uh, not happy about what was going on. Uh, balls were constantly being overthrown on him. Um, but it was the Bengals' defense brought a lot of heat to Josh Allen. Talk about somebody who needs a little more protection. Josh Allen needed protection yesterday. They started moving the ball around a tiny bit better. Once I felt like he started playing solely uh, in the shotgun, and he was backed up in the shotgun too. It wasn't just a normal shotgun. He's uh, There were a couple plays. He's further back than the running back. And... It's just uh, there's there's really I don't know who Stefan gets mad at if it's Josh Allen for not getting them the ball or if it's just mad as a whole a whole concept like just mad because they lost. Uh, but man, a team that made everything look so easy throughout the season just look like they they couldn't get things going. And I mean, the Bengals, on the other hand, I'm I'm actually surprised that they didn't beat them by more. Because when I'm watching that game, they're getting six to eight yards. Almost every single play. I'm surprised they didn't find the end zone more often than they did. It was really surprising to me as I was watching it that the Bills had a chance to get back in it up until a certain point. I mean... So... I mean, what's 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 next for Josh Allen? What's he need to do in the off season to to get over this hump? I mean, they've been to the championship before the AFC championship, um, taken down by Kansas City, I believe, there, and then they lose to um, they've they've lost to Kansas City what twice now and Cincinnati. And they, throughout the season, they look like such a strong team. What's next? What's next in Buffalo? Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Wh what do you think they need to do to 
get better? Couple of O linemen and stack the defense. Yeah, I know their defense was uh injured. We had uh I wanna say three to four guys from their secondary were not playing yesterday. And and that hurts, especially when you're going up against um Higgins and Jamar Chase. Jamar uh, Chase is a beast. Two of them. I mean, what's his name? He could be uh, a number one receiver on a lot of teams. Jamar Chase the obviously oh. is the number one about, receiver. On. Talking about a third receiver? Yeah. Tyler Boyd? Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. I mean, oh, both T. of Higgins. them. T. Higgins, is, he could easily be one <clears throat> somewhere. He could easily be number one uh, almost on any team out there, I believe. Um, so when you have him on one side, Jamar Chase on the other, Tyler Boyd in the mix, and and you're down three DBs, that's that's that a hurts. tough. Yeah, that's tough. That's That's the coaches need to slow that down the best they can. Um, but protection protection for Josh Allen is definitely a, a must. Uh, and we'll, we'll see how, how long Cincinnati can keep this going. They beat Kansas City the past three times they faced them. So we got the Bengals beating the Bills, moving on. And then Kansas City beat the Jaguars. Nobody, I don't think that surprised anybody except the fact that Jaguars actually have more fight in them than a lot of people thought. So they're a team to keep your eye on in the future because, I mean, they got a good young core and as long as they don't get get rid of the wrong people on defense, I mean, they're going to be around this time of year, next couple years for sure. We'll see how long they keep ETN and whatnot, but, I mean, those... Those pairings, I mean, is it any, is it a surprise that we get back down to the end of the year in the playoffs and these teams that we've talked about, uh, I know we talked about them in the preseason, but these teams, this new, this newfound way of building your team Pulling star players from the same colleges. I mean, the Raiders tried to do it, but I mean, David Carr. Uh, he's he, maybe maybe they've been away from each other too many years, so they they didn't sync up the way they thought. But all these young guys that are starting out in the NFL, coming from teams. I mean, how many? How many of those teams were in the playoffs? I think just about every one of them. 
You got Philly. They're still in it. We'll talk about them in a minute. You got the Bengals. They're still in it. We had Miami made it, right? They got beat. They got out the first round. But Miami, they're there. Waddle and, uh, and Tua, they played in college, right? <clears throat> so, sure did. I mean. and These uh, guys coming out are good. Yeah. And then the Jaguars, another team that they pair up. Two young kids coming out. Two young men now, but I mean, there this this pairing college superstars with their superstar quarterback from college. It seems like this is a winning formula, keeping guys around guys that they know, that they like, that they enjoy, that they're buddies. They're keeping them around their buddies. So, I mean, I, I, we talked about how good of an idea we thought that was at the beginning of the year, and man, it it just seems, it seems, can't miss. Now that we're, uh, we keep watching it. I mean, talking like that, who's next? Where are the next superstars going to land? Are we going to be able to keep this going? I mean, to keep this going, you can't have two guys jumping into the same draft, both going to fall in the top ten. You need a couple down years maybe, or maybe a guy who's going to slip in the draft. I mean, I love it. I love that this has happened all around the league, and I can't wait for it to continue just to see the development, the growth of these players if they're working with the same guys constantly. I mean, their growth is going to be better. Their development's going to be faster. They won't have to relearn things. They won't have to relearn a new wide receiver. So So, so what you're saying is New Orleans should go grab C.J. Stroud and throw him back with Olave. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying all these all these things need to keep playing out. Now that's going to be a hard one for New Orleans to get up yeah. in that spot because they'd uh, have to trade to get in the spot to grab him. Probably. <clears throat> yeah, who's the number one spot right now? Is it Texas? Uh, Houston Texans, right? I think it's no. Wait, no, it's um Bears. It is the Bears. The Texans won their last game, and and it's the Bears first, I think. Yeah, because that's why they said the Texans coach got fired for winning the last game. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. So, Bears, Texans. I mean, we're touching the draft a little bit. What do you do? If you're the Chicago Bears. Oh, that is a good question. What do you do? You have Justin Fields. No, you got your QBs, so you stay away from QBs. You stay away from QBs? Yeah, I mean, 
Justin Fields gave us a little taste of how much talent he's got coming. Yeah. So why don't we grab something that's going to add to his superpower? I mean, he's a quarterback. Well, let's go grab him a stellar running back or an awesome receiver. Yeah. Unless, unless you you know you think you need something on the line. I mean, I, I don't even know where to start with the Bears at the moment. That's that's exactly like I I don't I don't actually know how to answer this accurately because I feel like there's a lot of ways you could go with it. But we're both on the same page. You don't grab another QB. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel like you drop you trade that number one pick away for for. Uh, a box of other picks and maybe even trade Justin Fields away for a whole bunch of, I mean, I just, I, I like Justin Fields as a quarterback. I just, I don't know if the bears are going to be able to add enough things around him fast enough to continue his development as a young quarterback. Because yeah. you've you've said it, you hit it on the, I mean, what go, he's good. We've seen, we've seen how he how he kills people. I think he's better than Kyler Murray. What if they switch teams? That would be wild. <laughs> Do you think that puts uh, the Arizona Cardinals into? The playoffs? No, because I think that's another team that's got a lot of problems. You, okay. I was high on them for two years, and they're now that new team that's made me look dumb. So. Yeah. Who's but, the running back right now? They need to get the ball running. Yeah. Is it still James Conner? I think so. So they got they got a good one there, but who's their who's their backup? I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is it somebody that used to play in Miami? Either way, I feel I'm, like there I'm was a you. trade, but I can't I can't bring it up. Adding adding a running back to that team would be very helpful. Yeah. So we got Kansas City and the Bengals. Like I said, third time they're matching up, and the past and the Bengals win every time. Is this the third or is this the fourth time they they're playing? Either way, the Bengals win every single time. <clears throat> What's what do you think is key? for the Bengals to make a return trip to the Super Bowl. What do the Bengals have to do here? Swarm Mahomes. And on defense. He's going he's gonna to gas you regardless, so get in there and put him on his butt if you can. Just flush him out. I mean, you know he's running on an ankle that's not – I mean, it could be 100%, but we'll see. So. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find any news coming out. I've been trying to find any news coming out on uh 
Mahomes' ankle because, I mean, it didn't look good. X-rays were negative at the half. Um, it's a high ankle sprain. They haven't said what type of, uh, what grade high ankle sprain it is. We all know, we saw him go back into the locker room at halftime, come out and come play again, um, heavily taped. But as Steve Young was saying yesterday, it a high ankle sprain that day when it first happens, it hurts. It feels really weak. But once they get that tape on it immediately, the tape adds support. It strengthens it up. And you can go. You're good to go for about, you got like three to four hours to play on that high ankle sprain, especially, I think, a, a grade A. Um, but then once that tape gets cut off and you get off your feet for a little bit, your ankle swells up really bad. And, I mean, Steve Young was saying that Patrick Mahomes probably wouldn't be able to walk yesterday on Sunday, probably won't walk today. He's going to be on crutches most likely until Wednesday when that's when him as a quarterback who's played a long time ago, granted, um, that's when he says they'll be able to tell if Mahomes can go. Uh, if Mahomes can't suit up this weekend, is it a done deal? Is there any hope for the Chiefs if Mahomes can't get out on that field? It'd be hard. Yeah. That's a hard ask. Especially when... We're doing the same thing right here that I, f I feel like this week everybody's going to do the same thing to the Bengals that they did last week. Um, the Bengals aren't good enough. They're not going to do this. They're not going to do that. And they were, they were here last year. Mm -hmm. They didn't win it. The Rams, the Rams got that after Super Bowl hang, uh, hangover. Mm -hmm. The more I'm watching, the more I'm watching the Bengals, they got that post Super Bowl hunger going on, <clears throat> and it's gonna be tough with without Mahomes to take them down. I think. Especially with Mahomes' ankle the way it is, no matter how, no matter what grade, if Mahomes, if Mahomes goes out there, I still think it's it's a bad situation for them. The way that the Bengals defense, the line and and defensive ends were exploding off of the blocks in the snow, granted, where guys could barely get their footing, and they're 
attacking, attacking hard. Um, Kansas City is going to have to pull out their sneaky plays. They're going to have to be ready. And that's the one thing, that's their one chance, is that they are such a good football team that I'm sure this whole week they're going to be working on dump-off options, where guys are blocking, where it's almost like a scream, but it's not because they're going to be playing for the deep ball, but they're, they're going to have a lot more just-in-cases going into this game with Mahomes and his ankle the way it is. 100%. Because, so. I mean, they still have they still have some gifted guys on the roster, so I'm, I'm with you. They're not just going to roll over. No. But we know how good they are. Yeah. We do. And so it's going to be... It's going to be a good one. I think yeah. as much as I don't want to, I think I'm picking the Bengals in this one. I don't blame you. They're probably the hottest team in the NFL right now. I mean, they waited for their time, and they're ready to go. On the other hand, you talked a little bit about the 49ers beating the Cowboys. The Cowboys just doing what they always do. Um, when we get back, we're going to talk about that Eagles game and uh, things that we've said about the Eagles before the season started and uh, where are they now. So give us a, a short break and we will be back. You are listening to the Bring It In Show on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. This portion of WRUU's programming is brought to you by listeners and by Sentient Bean. Sentient Bean has been serving fair trade coffee, thoughtfully sourced food, and other items to the community since 2001. They offer curbside pickup, delivery, and online ordering as well. They are open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily and are located at 13 East Park Avenue on the south side of Forsyth Park. More information can be found at sentientbean.com. Tune in every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. to Road Trip with Tom here on WRUU, a journey of live music to destinations unknown. That's Road Trip every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. Senior Citizens Incorporated is looking for volunteer Meals on Wheels drivers. A few hours each week will connect some of our area's most vulnerable residents with nutritious food and a regular knock on the door. For more information, contact Laura at 912-964-5411. You're listening to your radio station, WRUU, which is presented by people just like you, people from your community. The voices you hear are your neighbors, co-workers, and other Savannah residents. Therefore, 
WRUU is your community radio station. So won't you please help by donating whatever you can afford to help your neighbors stay on the air. Go to WRUU.org and support your local radio station with a monetary contribution of any amount. Again, you can support your local radio station at WRUU.org. Thank you. Welcome back to the Bringing In Show on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. And it's Kels and I on your speakers, on your drive into work or the grocery store, wherever you got to go. Make sure you're doing it responsibly. And, man, the Eagles going up against division rival. And it did not look pretty. We started this weekend three teams from the same division. Cowboys, Giants, Eagles. The Eagles showed everybody why they have been on top of that division all year long. Man. Man's all I got to say is I thought the Giants were going to at least put some type of fight up. I mean, I thought it was going to be a running game. I thought the Barkley's been looking so good. But the Eagles' defense showed everybody who they were. Eagles' offense did the same. What do you think? I mean, are the the Eagles going to win the Super Bowl this year? All right, so Bengals were the hottest team, I said. Yeah. Eagles are the scariest team left in all this. Yeah. I mean, we started out, I know, at some point in the beginning of the season, we were talking about the Eagles definitely had the best offensive line and the best defensive line in the league. Um, And they made sure to prove that. I mean, they... Scored more points than anybody else this week while holding their opponent to less. And, I mean, people could say what they want about, ah, it was the Giants and this and that. But, I mean, they got there. It's still the playoffs, second round of the playoffs. Um, And now the Eagles go up against the 49ers this weekend in a nice nice battle of older teams the Eagles seem to they're they're a fresh team because they've won more recently but these both these teams have uh long histories the Eagles even before they won that Super Bowl they've 
they competed and they got to the playoffs constantly getting to division game um so this isn't anywhere they haven't been 49ers they're a young team old history but none of these guys have really been around they were in the playoffs last year they've done very well the past two years at shuffling quarterbacks around i see when when people see how the 49ers have done so well this year i i also hear that's the exact reason the ravens are making the good the good decision and not paying lamar jackson I mean, I don't know how many other organizations can catch lightning in a bottle with quarterbacks. Like, it seems like this San Francisco 49ers can. For years, it seems like the 49ers have been able to catch quarterback after quarterback. I know, speaking on Lamar Jackson, I know the Ravens, have their eye, I believe, on the quarterback coach at the 49ers to interview him for the offensive coordinator position. Um, what do you, where, where do you see this game going this weekend? Niners, Eagles. I think the Eagles win by 14. Yeah, you're just the Eagles are just going to steamroll into the playoffs. And I I'm, I'm not surprised because the way they attack is so versatile and so almost option based. Like every play has a keep it option, a dump off option. Uh, hey, you're just going to run the ball <laughs> option this time. Um, they, that, I think that's what makes their their play so dangerous. Um, it's I don't want to say like the Ravens offense, but in a way, it's similar. Once Hurts gets moving all his wide receivers and it might be because his wide receivers may have a little more talent than say the Ravens. But once he gets moving, his wide receivers break off into different routes than what they were running prior to that. And he seems to always be able to find an open man. Um, and then their defense is just, I mean, dangerous, scary, like you said. Extremely scary. I see the Eagles. I'm with you. I see the Eagles taking this one, winning pretty easily. Um, but when I'm looking at these division games, I just can't help but to... Hold on to a little, like, history and 
I start looking at numbers and I'm like, oh, this is this is interesting. I mean, we're close to in the year 2023. We're like right on the verge of seeing a Super Bowl 23 rematch. I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. Super Bowl 23, you have the Bengals going up against the San Francisco 49ers in a game that goes to the very end. When you know Hall of Famer Joe Montana hits John Taylor for a 10-yard touchdown and they secure the win solidifying the dynasty talk starting all this all this that we've seen we've seen all these highlights our entire life and it gives me goosebumps just to talk about it and think about how close we are to see that Super Bowl and uh, the great thing about that Super Bowl it it almost single-handedly lifted the 49ers up into an era where Joe Montana kept the Niners going and then Steve Young takes over and and they have what is a a huge fan base and and turn into the 49ers that we know of today and on the other hand you have the Bengals losing that close Super Bowl and then just spiraling down in flames as an organization for a couple years decades until they started they got a little bit of of a rebirth like 2000s with um, Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton, Ocho Cinco. That's when they finally started to uh, heal those wounds from that Super Bowl, I feel like. And, and I just, I think it would be cool to have the rematch because you know you're going to get the players that are around back. They're going to do a whole production of it. We're going to see those highlights again and again. But unfortunately, I I don't think the Niners have it to beat the Eagles. That being said, the Niners are a good enough all-around team. Like I said, I don't think it'll happen, but I mean, when they've been playing the way they have, I would I'm not going to count them out. I mean, I think yeah. it's going to be an Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl personally. But anything could happen. All four of these teams are so good. And I mean, what if we get the other rematch? The Niners and the Chiefs? The Niners and the Chiefs? I mean, we remember, could. Remember that Super Bowl? Yeah. That's a more recent one, but isn't that, isn't that wild to think that there's a couple of different rematches? 
Yeah. I mean. You're, you're right. Anything can happen. That's, that is playoff football in the NFL, man. I mean, somebody goes down. Yep. And that's another thing. It can happen quick. I mean, you can say what you want, but Tony Pollard going down, that definitely didn't help the Cowboys. No, it didn't. He's their best running back. Mm-hmm. I know everybody talks about Zeke, but Pollard is the should be their number one running back. Um, I wouldn't have a problem trading away Zeke. I'd have a problem if they start thinking about trading away Pollard. But yeah, I mean, we can see how quick an injury can happen, how how much things can turn. I mean, yesterday we got to finish the game, maybe. We got the rematch of the Bills, Bengals. We all know what happened last time. Six minutes, 42 seconds into the game, DeMar Hamlin suffers cardiac arrest, goes down. That might be the the first NFL football game never finished. I'm not sure about that at all, but I feel like it is. Um, but he was back in the stadium yesterday. You couldn't see him, so they could have been pulling the. They could have been fooling us, but. When you looked deep through the snow into one of the luxury boxes, they kept saying DeMar Hamlin was in there. There were a couple number three jerseys, one red that I believe was him. But whenever I, whenever the TV showed them, showed him up in the press box or the luxury box, the snow was coming down so hard. Man, there's a there's one one drop by a Bills tight end, I believe. And when he caught the ball and it he fumbled it a little bit, it was just like man, I bet you he can't feel his fingers at all. No. Alright, so I'm I'm just checking out how many NFL games have never been finished. To, an interesting s- to see stat. if there's Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, so we're we're towing the line of football being over. We got two more games. Then we have skills competition that weekend. And then after that, we have the Super Bowl. I know we're all pumped for that. And, I mean, baseball just, baseball's doing some slow work. Um, 
but springs around the corner. Yeah, it is. Even though we see snow piled up at Cooperstown, but <laughs> spring very good perspective is spring is around the corner. Um, we got in the MLB. We're gonna have this year. The shift is finally banned. So we'll see who that affects. Um, I know some players, some some guys aren't too happy about it. Uh, but it's what's going to happen. So I'm looking to get down to Florida for spring training this year. That'll be nice. Is that in Orlando? Um, around Orlando. Tampa Bay. Tampa. Yeah. You see, the Marlins trade it for Luis Cereza. Really? Just the other day. Yeah. And so the Marlins are are one of those teams that like they want to do something, but I almost feel like they make their moves too slow. I know what you mean. Like the Orioles, I don't know if they want to do anything. They just make the worst moves. <laughs> and bring yeah, you in guys, a you guys, million dollar catcher when to be your backup. You guys, you guys had a lot better finish this past season than ones before. So I think if you build on last year into this year, I, I think you guys can make some noise. Yeah. No, and I, we're they're at a good spot where you want to see them. I'm just, I'm just upset by picking up uh, McCann. Is that who it is from the Mets? I just don't understand that one. I understand. It's too too much money. We spend money in the wrong spots, I think. I haven't heard I haven't heard anybody say that that was a good idea. But You guys got most of your core though still, right? Yeah. Those guys that yeah, were balling we, out last year. Yeah, we still got the core. That's what you hope for starting the year. Yeah. Everybody stay healthy. But yeah, for for football now we're just waiting on the last couple teams to fall up into the playoffs and we'll see where free agents start going. I mean, Stefan Diggs didn't seem happy. Does he want to go to another team? He's got 4 years. He he can't he can opt out in 2025. He's a free agent in 2028, and he's owed a lot of money. So moving big contracts like that around can be tricky, but it tends to happen a lot easier with a player of Diggs' caliber. So does he go somewhere nice? Does uh, Daniel Jones, does he re-sign? I mean, the Giants want have a plan to re-sign Daniel Jones. Does he want to stay there? I 
think he should want to. You you think he should want to. Um, it seemed like things started coming together for him this year until yesterday or until Saturday. Um, Derek Carr. Where could he end up? NFC South. <clears throat> He's just going to go on a tour to the entire NFC South. Say, I hear someone down here needs a quarterback. Right. I mean, have we seen the last of Tom Brady? In a football uniform? Because I know, we all know we're going to see him in the booth calling games. Top running backs. Who's staying put? Let's see what these coach hires are looking like. Everybody's interviewing right now for the different head coaching jobs that are available. Sean Payton's a big name. Everybody wants to see him. Yeah. Unfootball. Yeah. Unsports related. Kels, have you seen the Weird Al Yankovic movie? I got to talk about this a little bit. I'm not going to give any spoilers away. I have not. It is a Roku TV uh, movie, and it is hilarious. In a year where we've seen biopics, well, I don't know if all these came out this year. I watched them this year. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Elvis... Um, I know there are other ones that I just can't think of right now. But now, standing side by side with all those, we have Weird, the Weird Al movie. Daniel Ratcliffe plays Weird Al in it. And it's probably got a thousand cameos of people in it. I mean, I'm sure I'm exaggerating, but thousand it's one of I mean, I don't know if I need to watch it again because I was laughing so hard in this movie. It is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. So everybody out there Get your popcorn ready and go check out the movie Weird. The Weird Al Yankovic movie. And, I mean, just just call up next week. Call, call us up next week. 912-7125-5077. And let us know how you liked the Weird Al movie. I need everybody to watch the Weird Al movie this weekend. Call up and let me know your thoughts on it. Tell me if you I, I laughed wrote, as much as I did. I uh, I wrote it down, so I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Weird Al. Yeah, it's 
It is an instant classic for all ages alike, I think. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure uh anybody could watch it. I'm trying to I'm trying to think about curse words or anything like that. I don't think so. I think everybody can watch it. So go out there, watch that. Make sure you watch it before this weekend because once this weekend comes around, we got the conference championships. And on Sunday, we got the 49ers going up against the Eagles. Philadelphia is surprisingly only a two-and-a-half point favorite. Man, that's a close. And then we got the Bengals going up against the Chiefs. And wow, the Chiefs are only a one-point favorite. I mean, I... I'm probably taking the Bengals if the Chiefs are only a one-point favorite. I think I'm taking the Bengals. Actually, I already took the Bengals no matter what. I took the Bengals and Eagles, and that's what I would bet on anyway because I don't think the Eagles are going to only win by... A safety. (laughs) No. And uh, Kansas City, if they win, I mean, it's not going to be a one-point game, I don't think. If they win, it's because they found a way to shut down the defense of the Bengals. So... I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And we will be back next week. Sorry we were going last week. We're away at the Martin Luther King Parade. Martin Luther King Jr. Parade. It was a great time. The kids from the Southeast Georgia Seahawks and the Savannah Panthers we're out there walking with the Savannah Falcons. It was a uh, good time, and the uh, everybody had a great time. The Falcons and all the kids had a great time. It was it was a beautiful day. A little cold, but we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. And always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff.